Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to Run Wild with Lauren and Bud. Uh, we are snuggled into our homes during what is, I guess, the snowpocalypse of 2021. Um, here in Tennessee, in Nashville, we've got quite a Tennessee blizzard going on. Uh, but we are safe and with power, and we're thinking of our friends lower south who are really struggling. Uh, and I think most of the country is in freezing weather and snow, so hopefully everyone's staying warm and taking care of themselves. Uh, I've managed to do some snowy runs, which is a little rare around here, and it's been great. Okay, so today on episode 22, if you're snuggling up trying to stay warm or find yourself maybe on the treadmill today, uh, we sit down and talk with Stephanie Northway. We first met Stephanie uh, several years ago, I believe it was 2018, at the Mobile 100 race here in Tennessee. That race was Bud's first 100 miler, and we had the privilege of meeting Stephanie at the race, who was also running 100 miles. Uh, and what's great about Stephanie, you will just love her. Um, but what's so fascinating is her zeal and zest for running. Uh, this incredible woman has run 100 miles in her house, 100 miles in her backyard and driveway, and has climbed Mount Everest on her staircase. Uh, all of these crazy challenges during the lockdown of 2020 it's so fun to hear her explain and talk about her running journey. So uh, take us along with you wherever you find yourself today. And here we go. Hey, bud. Hey, Lauren. How are you? I'm good. How are you tonight? Uh, I'm okay. Are you surviving the Tennessee snowpocalypse of 2021? I am. You know, in Chattanooga, we don't get snow. We just get teased. You know, yeah. that's it. I, I know you got snow. Oh, yeah. It's snowing. It's like pouring snow right now. Is that what you call it? Pouring snow? I don't know. I'm Southern. Uh, and so we're supposed to get like four or five more inches mm. tonight. Like it's a it's a total. Are whole, you serious? The, yeah. The whole city shut down already for the last few days. Oh, wow. uh, we had ice, snow, no more mm -hmm. snow. Total snowpocalypse, you know, in the South, we can't handle it. Uh, yeah, so it's, uh, I'm surviving, <laughs> but just barely. I'm about to turn into, like, one of those, um, I don't know, pioneers. Is that what they call them? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay, bud. Well, we have someone special here tonight. Yay, not just me and bud rambling on about weird things. Uh, so you want to introduce our guest, yes. bud? And we'll so let her jump is, in. Uh, yeah, Stephanie Northway, and we met her at the Mobile race in 2018. Yes. Do you remember that? I do. Well, vaguely. I was in and out. <laughs> I was actually not feeling well for that race, so, like, vaguely. I know Bud came to me, and he's like, oh, we can chat with Stephanie. I'm like, okay, who's Stephanie? And he's like, Mobile. I'm like, oh, yes. Okay, you have to be, like, really <laughs> direct. So, welcome, <laughs> Stephanie. Thank you for joining us. Hi. Now you're from up north, right? You're 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 getting snow. Mm -hmm. Okay, so We're you're laughing snow. at us <laughs> down here. <laughs> so yeah, I have like other friends. Oh yeah, I have other friends in Tennessee that were also at Mobile that are like that are so worried about the snow and the ice and everything. And it's 
funny in a way because I'm like, oh, this is just another day in Michigan in the winter. Like, <laughs> oh, we're fine. No big deal. Yeah. But then, like my friend was saying, she's like, yeah, the South can't handle it. We just shut down. Yeah, yeah. we do. We totally do. So, yeah, kind of jealous of the North right now because you guys are totally used to it. And we're helpless. So. <laughs> <laughs> I made an igloo in my backyard yesterday and today. So I yeah. saw the pictures. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so I guess running in the cold doesn't bother you, obviously, because you have no choice during the winter. You're running in the snow, the ice, and all that. That's just normal, right? Oh, yeah. We just uh, we do it all. Or if I don't feel like it, which I've been like doing a lot lately, is another thing people find kind of weird. But I like to run laps inside my house because then I'm like, well, you know what? I don't really need to get dressed and ready for this. I can just run laps in my house, and I don't have to worry about the weather. That's but, right. But no, <laughs> we're used to like all... <laughs> all temperatures and everything yeah 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 and, and i think we'll get into some of this later but stephanie you did like a a backyard 100 and you also did the uh mount everest elevation <laughs> on your staircase right that is so awesome <laughs> Th those are like those are like um quarantine type ideas right yeah those were the when michigan was under the stay-at-home order for it was like 12 weeks and then I was out of work for the 12 weeks, like just kind of working from home, very part time and working with my son. And then my husband was home for part of it. So I was like, you know, I'm going to keep us busy with some like really weird, crazy running challenges. And it was totally ridiculous, but it was a lot of fun because I was like, I was like, what else am I supposed to do? Like all the races I'm supposed to do are canceled in the spring and mm -hmm. summer. And I'm like, I need to figure out something. And then. I met this friend online that she lives in New Jersey. This, she has this shop called the Squatch Shop, and she makes wooden medals. And you could design, like, any picture of anything, and she can print it onto a wooden medal. And so that's how it started. Harry started making medals. Harry's my son. Mm -hmm. Started, like, drawing pictures for medals. I sent it to her. She'd make the medals. So I'm like, okay, we're kind of, like, creating our own races here. So <laughs> it worked. It was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah, it really is. So we want to we want to kind of let our audience um, learn about you. And so, like, what actually started you running? All right. So, so I do have some things here that I kind of no, notes oh, about her life. Oh, you're so prepared. I love it. <laughs> I'm like, let me pull out my book here. People have told me before. They're like, hey, you should write a book. And I've I've thought about it a lot. And I need to actually like sit down and do it one day but i've never find the time to do that mm -hmm. but that sounds like I someone i know <laughs> <laughs> it would it would be a really interesting but well at least i think it would be a pretty interesting book for other people uh we'll see but <laughs> so let's see to start like why i started running um well i've done the like all like all sports you name it softball basketball volleyball like very briefly with this little like camp thing i did with my friend the girls like powder puff football in high school that was really stupid when i did that i won't get into details about that football <laughs> thing um i was on a bowling league i did like a tennis camp i did dance jazz ballet gymnastics but running was always like my thing it was always just stuck with me all the other sports kind of like came and went Except for bowling, this is like totally off topic because this is how I do. Um, I would love to get back into bowling because I did that for like 12 years, something crazy oh, wow. like that. It was like 12 That's years. That's awesome. 
So I'd like to get back into that. Now, you would think, okay, like, wow, she's done bowling for 12 or 13 years. She must be really good. I'm not at all. Not even a little bit. That's okay. um, but running, running has always just been my thing. I did uh, cross country and track in high school, and then I did it, like, intramural in college kind of for fun. I did it for, like, two years. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped running after um 2007 so i took like eight years off 2007 is when i stopped running about a year after my dad died so then that's when stopped running for about eight years and then i picked up the habit uh again shortly after like a few months after my son turned two years old so in 2015 a few months after and it all started with it's like a funny story how i started because it came about that our dog needed to lose weight because she got really fat. And that's <laughs> and it was like, okay, maybe I should take our dog for a run, maybe. And then I suggested it to Scott, who now my husband. And he's like, oh, just uh, take her for a run. And I mentioned that I wanted to, I'd always dreamed of running a marathon. I really wanted to run a marathon. And he was like, okay, we'll just go do it. And then that's when I started training. And I, at one point, like our dog is a German shepherd and you can imagine 2015, she was a lot, um, she's 14 years old, so she was a lot younger back then. And at one point, she was doing like 20 mile runs with me. It was super cool. Wow. But she can't mm. do that now, obviously. Uh-huh. So our running days are over, but she lost the weight she needed. I started training for a marathon, and it kind of all uh, escalated very quickly after that. <laughs> I love that. I've never heard about. Like, you know, you ask people all the time, like, how they get in the running. And it's like, yeah. your dog, I love it. Got you back in the game. I love that. <laughs> there's a picture somewhere. I should find it. I take so many pictures. But there's a picture after my first marathon. I put the medal from – my first marathon was the Detroit Marathon. And I put the medal around our dog's neck and took a picture. But the medal was super heavy. It was, like, weighing her down. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, running was my thing. Like, when I was a kid, I did, like, fun runs. And I always loved running when I was playing all the other sports and then got into it with cross country and track. And it just kind of kept kept going. And I'm kind of kind of mad at myself, but whatever, that I took like the eight years off that I did because mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. And then taking the time off, it just kind of but I'm glad that I got back into it with my dog. It's like kind of thanks yeah. for, yeah. for bringing it back. <laughs> I kind of I sometimes find if I like missed out on something and I come back to it, I enjoy it more because I, because I did, I did miss it and I, and I regret missing it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was a big part. Like I had always missed it. I just never like got back into it. And it was funny. Like when I started running again, when I took my dog, I had didn't, didn't have the right shoes. It was like an old pair of shoes. I think old pair, maybe running shoes. I'm not even sure. That and like not even the right clothes. I mean, I had stuff, I just had taken her out for a run, and like there we went down the street. And I'm like, this okay, this feels good, this feels normal again. So it was nice. See, you had like regular athletic clothes, but they weren't like running related stuff. <laughs> no, they were not running related <laughs> at all. It was like an old pair of sweatpants, an old pair of shoes. I think. I think they were maybe running shoes at one point, but they were used for like the garden or something. They were just like <laughs> old junky pair of shoes. And like I went running down the street and then the next day I was like, ooh, my feet hurt. That's not good. <laughs> but I was like, this is a good kind of hurt mm-hmm. though. So what what got you into trails? Trails. Um, 
So I'll have to blame uh, my friend Bruce. A shout out to Bruce Purdy. Uh, Bruce Purdy has uh, run 654 marathons and ultras combined. Wow. If you count his unofficial, he's at like 700. Wow. But I met this guy, my friend Bruce, at my second ever marathon. So as you can see, meeting Bruce at my second marathon, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, sure, you can do ultras. I'm like, wait, who are you again? <laughs> so we started hanging out like then we power walked my second marathon together and he got me into power walking and that's when he's like you should try ultras you should try trails this would be great and then he suggested at my second marathon he's like you should do an ultra there's one next month it could be a great family trip for all of you so then one month later my third marathon was my first ultra all because of bruce we blame bruce <laughs> um, which which one was it it was the Huff 50K in December hmm. in 2015. And then so my, my husband, son, and I all went down to Indiana for this ultra marathon. Like Scott and Harry went to like a museum. They went to, I think, this guitar store that was nearby. And like they had fun hanging out. I had fun running. And then it was like, okay, I did an ultra. And then Bruce suggested, hey, there's another one like near Grand Rapids, <laughs> Michigan. Next month in January, it's like the Yankee Springs uh, 50K. You should do it. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, I should do it. And then it kept, that kept happening. He's like, here, this is another race. And he kept suggesting races. And then next thing you know, I'm like on my phone, like on ultra sign up and like <laughs> looking at websites, searching like different races. Like, oh, what else could I do? Yeah. And uh, yeah. you drank the so Kool-Aid. Uh, I can hear your son. Is that your son in the background singing? <laughs> I hear oh somebody. God, yes, it is. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, that's so funny. Oh, man. Okay, so you jumped in pretty early on. Back, So you're back in the game. You got mm -hmm. trained up. Thanks to your dog, you met one of those crazy ultra running people. And then it's like, bam, you're hooked. And the rest is history. <laughs> it the, didn't the, take the long. Rest went, like downhill. I mean, uphill, I guess you could say. But yeah. it was like, wow, okay, so this is what we're doing. And this is how we're doing it. And then it was like, I started doing like one marathon a month. And then sometimes uh -huh. two marathons a month. And then now I've gotten to the point where I just like the distance that some days I just, okay, I like to do a training run unofficial. I call them like unofficial or training runs if I do it without a race. Mm -hmm. So then I've conditioned myself to be able to do like high mileage whenever because now mm -hmm. I just like to do it all the time yeah. now. And I also blame that on the stay-at-home order in the pandemic when I started doing all the crazy challenges now that i just like okay well i want to do 26 miles today 26.2 miles okay how can i do this and fit this around my work schedule and be able to get this mileage done and yeah so that's me i now. love it yeah <laughs> i love that though but i agree i feel like um i did i did a couple of challenges while at home and things that I thought I would never want to do, but I had so much fun doing them that now I'm like, Oh, maybe I should do that again. Just as part of like my normal training, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I just enjoy it. Like I, I've always loved doing that since I started marathons, um, love the distance and I love the ultra distance. And then because of like, yeah, the pandemic stay at home order, like I find I like it even more. And then I like people sometimes come and they're like, Oh wow, that's a, 
that's a lot or that's crazy. I'm like, well, it's just kind of what I like to do now. I don't really know mm-hmm. why. It's just why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now when we met you at Mobile, you were doing 100 miles, right? Yes. Yeah. So you did 100. And that was not your first 100 miler. That was in 2018. No, yeah. It was my fourth, I want to okay. say. I'm going to okay. look this up now. I believe Mobile was my fourth ever 100. Yes, it was. 2018. Wow. Okay. That was a hot day oh. at Mobile. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was. Yeah. Let me ask you, do you remember the skunks that were out there? Oh, at night? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. like they they actually chased us a little bit. Yeah. I've never I been chased by a skunk. Yeah. I was behind you at that point. I, I know. Because <laughs> I, I think I was the one that was that screamed on the trail, or that was another <laughs> I don't know, but I was behind you. I thought I was hallucinating, and Courtney was like, Hey, there's a skunk, and it was like, Oh my god, that's no, that's right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was interesting. <laughs> oh yes. Okay, so now what was your first 100 miler? I'm curious now. Tunnel Hill in 2000. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. That one was, it was a good experience. I will say I didn't know how to handle after anything after mile 80. And now I've, like, after that, it's all, like, mental. It's mental. It's not physical. Because your legs will keep you going, whatever. It's like the mental aspect of like talking yourself out of it because you're like mile 80 miles in. Oh, my God, I am so tired. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. And Tunnel Hill, it it got super dark. It was dark by like 440 mm. and the sun doesn't come up until like 640, somewhere around there. It's dark mm-hmm. for like 14 hours. So you're in the dark for yeah. such a long time. And it, like a bar- embarrassing moment on the trail. I I'm at like mile 85 ish, somewhere around there. And I drop a glove, and it's cold outside. I drop my gloves. I notice about, like, a half mile later that I drop a glove, and I'm only wearing one glove. And I, like, I stop, and I start crying. And Aww. somebody walks by, and they're like, are you okay? I was like, I lost my glove. <laughs> they're like, okay, where is it? I'm like, it's a half mile away. And they're like, okay. I was like, okay, I, I don't have any time. I'm walking way too slow. I can't go back and get it. But standing there crying makes perfect sense right now. <laughs> and they're like, just get up and go. I'm like, all right, fine. So then I kept walking. <laughs> I was like, I put my hands in my pocket, like pouting to the next right. aid station. Uh, it was okay. It, it was fine. Funny. But I just really wanted that glove. And then I'm hoping like, you know, you come back around 10 miles later because it's like an out and back. That I'd oh, find okay. the glove. I didn't find the glove. So, mm. <laughs> but isn't that funny? Because I agree. Like at, towards the end of a, a long yeah. race like that, it's like we turn into toddlers. Like you know, yeah. it's like <laughs> <laughs> you just totally do. You turn into like this little toddler who's like, you know, you're so emotional and everything. Yeah, <laughs> fussy. I totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you remember at Mobile when I was sitting in like the pool noodle chair? And I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> like hunched over arms out I'm so hot yeah. Then yeah. it was like 100 degrees so like I know. Nap- in August in Michigan it starts to cool down and then it heats back up for a minute there in September but I was like not used to that at that point and I was hiding in the freezer at one point during mobile too I don't know if you guys <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, they had the big walk-in freezer, and there were people getting in there and stuff. That was but funny. That was you. <laughs> <laughs> that was totally me. 
in the freezer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I th I think um, last year I was going to do that also, but we uh, postponed it. We mm -hmm. deferred it till this year. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to do it again this year, but they moved it to October, I think. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. I didn't get out to it this year, but because um, I coach cross country now for mm -hmm. East Grand Rapids, like where I live, and then it was like the same it was like the same weekend it was a conflict with the cross country mm -hmm. meet or invitational that i had so it didn't end up going this year but this so, or last year this year i want to do it okay so 2021 you'll do it i want to oh that's awesome i hope like i hope I, but i do like i did i will miss that it's not in august i don't know for some reason <laughs> like the suck of august was just like the best part of the race being like Hot it was and everything. hot. It was hot. But that's like the best part at the same time because it just makes it like just like more of a crazy adventure. Yeah, it definitely yeah. makes it more challenging for sure. Yeah. Were you guys there in 2019 too? Yes. Yeah. And, I, and we camped out there. And yeah, we stayed. I brought my whole family and we were staying in one of those little cabins. Oh, that's it, right. I remember that. It was ballistic hot. It yeah, was it so was. hot that weekend, too. Yeah. I think there was some, I don't know who it was, but some people had some heat stroke kind of symptoms. Mm. And so that that's what caused them to move the race to October. Oh, I remember that now. Mm. There yeah. was that guy afterwards when he finished. But then yeah. it was rain. It was pouring down rain at the end of my 100 in 2019. And then one of the aid station tents at the start finish like blew over. And then... <laughs> My oh husband's gosh. like hanging on to the aid station tent for Courtney. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So let let me ask you, Stephanie, the yeah. uh, the international triple five k that you did. So can you can you tell me about that? Yes. So a friend of mine who's also a runner, Josh Sanders. He is. Oh my gosh, he's crazy fast and he does like a lot of FKTs and world record type stuff. And mm -hmm. he's like loves going to Colorado, mountain climbing, like gets records for climbing the mountains and everything. Um, he's awesome. He creates these challenges and like day trips for runners or other people. And he created this trip, like the international 5K, United States, Canada, and Mexico, like three 5Ks in the three countries within 24 hours so he created this trip he does all the logistics everything maps out times uh, oh my gosh and has it like executed like to the exact points like everything so we started our day in kalamazoo we met at a parking lot and drive two hours two and a half hours ish to canada go cross over into canada passports everything like good thing about michigan side note is that we're, all, we're always close to canada so you can except for right now you can't cross the border because it's closed but so we cross over and we do the 5k we run um in windsor just outside like just outside the border 5k along like the detroit river then we cross back over into detroit passports everything and we stop at the airport so then we fly to first stop it was like we had a layover in las vegas and then we went from las vegas to san diego and then from san diego we took a taxi right to like 
right by the border of Mexico and right there from San Diego to uh, Tijuana. It's Tijuana. You can walk across the border on foot. It was super cool. So then we walk across the border. Then you get your passport checked. And there we go, downtown Tijuana. We run a 5K. And there was a group of like, I want to say it was about 10 of us. I'd have to actually look at this. But then there's a group of us running through Mexico to downtown Tijuana. And like <laughs> everybody who's in the stores, like everybody's coming out and cheering for us. Oh they have gosh. no idea what we're doing. Yeah. But like everybody's cheering, like cheering us on. And it was it was awesome. It was a really cool experience. Then after we're done with the 5K, um, we go back, we walk across the border, get the passport stamped. Take it, call a taxi, get the taxi, and take it back to the airport in San Diego where we go eat. It was like dinner time for us at that point. So then we go eat dinner and then catch a plane. We fly to Chicago. Then in Chicago, we rent a van and we park downtown Chicago and we do the final 5K in the United States in downtown Chicago. And then we finish, and after that, then we stopped somewhere, I think at McDonald's um, near Indiana. But we took the van, and we drove the van back home, because it's like a three-ish hour drive to Kalamazoo. And then we, after that, it was within 24 hours. Then wow. we, get a, we get back to the parking lot, get in our cars, and drive home. That's awesome. Wow. That is like a full day. Of it was so like, crazy. Yeah. I love that, though. I mean, it's like... What can you do in 24 hours, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Exactly. Yeah, there was 10 of us. One, two, three, four, five, six. 10 of us. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's it, was, cool. it was such a cool experience to say that, like, hey, I've been in three different countries. I ran a 5K in three different countries in less than 24 hours. And I think by the time that I had gotten home and went to sleep, it was, like, only 27 hours total. Wow. Wow. It was it was super cool. That was, it was awesome. a, like it was a really neat experience. Like my friend Josh has done like other world record trips like that where he's done like different countries and stuff in Europe where he did like a half marathon, a mile mm. in 13 different countries in 24 oh hours or something. So did y'all um change clothes or you wore the same clothes all day? Uh sort of. So what I had um like the hydration backpack that uh mm -hmm. ultimate direction it's not that big but i had like a couple things stuffed in it uh and then we had another backpack where we had like sweatshirts and we just kind of stuffed the sweatshirts in it but yeah we basically had like the same clothes throughout the day just the backpack or whatever we brought had to be able to fit it because we couldn't leave anything anywhere otherwise like it, we didn't have we didn't rent the van to go back until we got to Chicago. So otherwise anything would get lost. Bud's just so, worried about the logistics. Because he, he would need to yeah. shower. Yeah. <laughs> and change wardrobe <laughs> at every stop. Yeah, so I'm, he's I'm just thinking. trying to in his head. He's just thinking. He's like, like, how am I going to do this? <laughs> yeah. In between in between the running. You, you guys had like dry sweat on you. And oh, it was so gross in the yeah, that's what I'm saying. airplane. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Like. Because we went from Canada when we were in Can Windsor, Canada, and it was like 20 degrees. And then we get to the airport, we get on a plane, and by the time we get to San Diego, it's like 65 degrees, humid and rainy. And oh my God, I was so disgusting. <laughs> and then we get to Chicago, and it's like 30 and a little bit windy. 
It, I was so happy to shower when I got home, though. <laughs> I was like, I am so cold. <laughs> that's funny. I mean, that that's like one of my nightmares. It's kind of like do, <laughs> do, doing those Ragnar things where you can't Ugh. bathe or anything, and you're just, you've Trapped got, in a- <laughs> yeah, yeah. you got two days worth of sweat on you. It's just horrible. <laughs> One thing I've thought about that with the Ragnar too. I'm like, uh, I do like my shower. Like I have to make sure I'm clean. Like yeah. the times that I've flown down to Tennessee for run amok when I've flown to Chattanooga and I'll fly out Friday night, run the hundred and then fly back home Sunday mm-hmm. night. I always make sure I shower before I go to the airport. I'm like, I have to take a shower before I go back home. <laughs> yeah. And I think one thing that was really cool about Mobile it was like they, it, we were at a campground, so there was showers there and everything. So you're yeah. like running nasty and stuff. And even if you want to stop and take a shower in the middle, you could. You could get which Bud did several times. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I said I have. We were gonna sit down and eat and stuff. And so I'm like, dude, I'm taking a break in the eating, and I'm even cleaned up and. You know, uh, <laughs> come back to the race in an hour, you know? Right, you're like, I'll see you later. I think I did take a shower. <laughs> was it 2018? I took it once. Because my clothes were just so gross. I had it's so to. hot. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was horrible. so hot. I'm like, I, I can't. I have to. I have to take a shower. <laughs> that's really that's funny. That is funny. All right. Funny. All right, Stephanie, you started talking about your hydration pack. So yeah. I need I need to hear some more like equipment, gear, and stuff like that. So you need to, yeah, you got it wrote down. (laughs) She is prepared, bud. She is not winging this thing like we typically do. (laughs) Oh, I got like, I got notes over here. (laughs) So, okay, the first thing I have used, well, for my first ever marathon, I bought like this cheap fanny pack. I don't even know what name brand it was. From um, eBay, it was like 10 bucks, and then I used that for a while. But you remember, like, the good old 1990s Jan Sport fanny pack, and yeah. I yeah. say that because it really was 1990s <laughs> vintage. Uh, it's weird to say 1990s is vintage now, I, uh, I'm, I can't deal with that yet. I know, but <laughs> I bought that off eBay, and I still to this day have it, it's in my closet right next to me. I'm not gonna get it out right now, but. <laughs> That 1990s Jansport fanny pack was awesome. I don't really use it anymore, but the I use the Ultimate Direction vest, like the Scott Jurek, like the limited edition one. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes use that, but I've found recently, because I've done a lot more like just running challenges at home, that I don't use one, obviously, because you don't need one running laps around your living room, because that's weird. <laughs> um <laughs> Or like running laps around your backyard or wherever mm-hmm. you are doing it in your house. You don't need one. But I use like, if I'm out and about now, like the Nathan um, handheld water bottles. I like the Speed Max just because it's bigger and it's like 20 ounces. Mm-hmm. Or I have like a small like Adidas fanny pack now. But yeah, my, okay. my stuff like the the, the vintage uh, Jansport fanny pack. That got a lot of <laughs> I love that. What I think it... It was, I think, ultra running memes or something. The funny one on Instagram, they had like yes. a meme of the fanny pack at one point yes. on their stories. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, there was there was one they had where it was like, um, I don't remember what it was, but it was something like it was a super long ultra. 
so at least 100 miles but they had a, a picture of like the the old man that passes you at mile 85 and he's got like the fanny pack and the poles and stuff and he hasn't lost any speed but he's slow but he hasn't lost any oh, speed yeah. he passes you at the end of the race uh-huh. yeah. uh, like, yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. and they have those um those hats that have the um the curtain flap in the back oh the... yeah <laughs> the sun that i know we're on the lake, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah I think we should bring the fanny packs back, you know? I mean, it's not such a horrible idea. Like, no, I it's think not. we should. <laughs> I know people would comment on, on it all the time. Like, I put too much stuff in it and it would get too heavy mm-hmm. after a while. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just like, but people would comment, they're like, oh my God, your fanny pack. And for a while, <laughs> it was like the talk of like races that people would be like, dude, that thing is like, that fanny pack is like awesome or like, that's huge. <laughs> How are you run with that? I'm like, okay, guys. <laughs> I know they I mean it looks dorky but it's so convenient. Yeah. But it is convenient. <laughs> it really is. I know. I mean it kind of like hurts your back after a while, but it is it was super convenient cuz I could stuff like everything in it. And then like during a race sometimes I'm like, "All right, what do you guys need?" Like I'd pull it out here. I got the salt tap. <laughs> I got this. I have uh ponytails. I have a little bottle of sunscreen, hand sanitizer. That's awesome. That reminds like, me Bud, didn't you wear a fanny pack during Scar? Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, he did with his hydration pack. It's just like when you were talking about your, like, pulling yeah. everything out of your fanny pack. I'm like, wait, this sounds familiar. Bud, <laughs> Bud That's had one funny. as well. I know, I had it. And yeah, I remember that I, now. What did I put in that that was so convenient? I can't remember now, but something when she was saying like how she's pulling out all the things and it's like perfect. I'm like, oh my God, that's exactly what Bud was doing. <laughs> yeah, it was a small, it was a small fanny pack that yeah, I used. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> what did I put in there? That I was... totally had forgotten about that. Oh, yeah. that's funny. Yeah. It was I don't remember it's... now, Bud. But it was very convenient, I will say. Yeah, it was convenient. <laughs> it worked really good. Like... You can yeah. fit everything in it. And then I have the problem of like with the ultimate direction vest is that it is so big in the back that you can put like everything in it. And I have the problem where I'm like stuffing everything I could possibly need in this vest. And yeah. after a while, I'm like, why does my back hurt? Oh, it's yeah. because I have like 10 pounds of stuff in here. Right, right. So moving on from fanny packs, um, <laughs> The type of hydration that you use in your vest. Are you using a bladder or bottles or what do you like? Bottle. I've okay. thought of using the bladder, but I always have this weird irrational fear that it's going to like break open or leak or something's yeah. going to happen with it. So I use the water bottle, either the water bottle like put in the vest or just the handheld water bottle. Okay. I had never but thought about this. it bursting, but now I will always <laughs> now <it's> forever. <laughs> I will forever always be scared now that my bladder's going to burst. And, huh, I because I've that. always thought about that. I'm like, it's going to burst open. So I've I've tried it like once and it, nothing happened. But I was <laughs> that it was going to happen. Like, yay, anxiety here. But, like, <laughs> like, but yeah, like I'm one... afraid it's going to like burst open. So I'm just like, water bottle it is. <laughs> like, like the first time someone does something stupid with a safety pin, like you're putting your bib on the back of your vest. <laughs> And you puncture it. Oh, thanks, yeah. guys. New anxiety Wait. to add to my list. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> All right. So on from vest, um, 
like your no one can see your hair, but it's you've got kind of like the Kim Kardashian hairstyle going on. <laughs> where it's like it's part, shorter, yes, but oh yeah, the part perfect part in the middle. Oh yeah. Yeah, and pulled behind the ears. Uh-huh. It is. That's how they're oh, yeah. doing it now. Okay. <laughs> now my hair is finally in fashion after all these years. It's kind of nice. <laughs> it, it only took like 34 years, but hey, it's all right. I can do it. So what kind, yeah. of hat, what kind of hats do you like to wear? So I don't wear hats probably because my, well, in the wintertime I do, but my hair is so thick that wearing a hat is super uncomfortable. Anytime I've tried to wear a hat, it just, my head sweats too much because yay, mm-hmm. thick hair. Even in the winter when I wear a hat, like, my head sweats so much sometimes I have to take it off. Um, But what I'll do is, like, the classic, my hair is so long, I get comments all the time. They're like, oh, my gosh, doesn't that bother you? I'm like, well, I've had long, thick hair for, like, basically my entire life. Yes, it does, but I've gotten used to it. (laughs) I'll be fine. But what I do, I put it, like, in a ponytail and then in the back and then put it in a long braid and then leave it like that. Or if it's going to be, like, rainy or something, I'll wrap it up in a bun. And then, like, there's, like, this huge bun, like, big giant circle, like, sticking out from the back (laughs) of my head. It looks like some kind of satellite dish or something. (laughs) (laughs) But I cut my hair after Mobile 2019, so I cut it in October, like, a few months after Mobile. And I cut 15 inches off of my hair. You obviously can't tell because most of it has gone back in the last like year and a half so i still now i do i still do the same thing though ponytail in the back and then braid because once it's like to a certain length like how long it is now i can't actually like leave it down because it just gets yeah it's a disaster it's even a disaster sometimes with the braid but Mm -hmm. i don't want to cut my hair again yeah i only only for a couple months when um i cut my hair october 2019 was I able to like just wear it in a regular ponytail? But that lasted like maybe two, three months. And then it was like, nope, you need to go back in a braid. You're too long again. <laughs> so what kind of what kind of shoes do you like? Aha. Uh-huh. So I started off. So I remember so a little bit ago when I talked to you, I remember telling you I didn't really have running shoes. I couldn't tell you the brand name of that, but I've had problems with my feet in the past with uh, pronation. They stick out. I walk like a duck, and (laughs) I can't help that. I was born that way, even though, like, I embrace the fact that I walk like a duck now. Like, totally born that way. It's okay. (laughs) Did I get made fun of when I was in school? Oh, my God, you wouldn't believe it. But, so I would try all these other shoes, like, way back in the day, like Adidas, stuff like that. It doesn't necessarily work with your feet. Ultras, like the Olympus Ultras, like if it's too flat, it doesn't work well with my flat feet. It could work for somebody else, but not for me. And bringing up good old Bruce Purdy again, and I'm going to tell Bruce that he has to listen to this so he can hear me (laughs) uh, shout out. I asked Bruce because Bruce has been running for longer than I've been around. Um, So, like, what kind of shoes do you use? And he, because figured well like hey you'd probably know more than i would so he said he used a6 gt 2170 they don't make them anymore they're discontinued but i found them for a while on ebay you could find new like the Mm -hmm. new discontinued like a6 gt 2170 shoes i could find them on ebay buying them 
And then he said, well, okay, since they're discontinued, now you can't really get them anymore, not even much on eBay, A6 GT 2000. And now I swear by those shoes, I don't wear anything else but A6 GT 2000. And even I even went on Amazon and bought like three pairs like a few months ago because they were on sale. I was like, yes, I'm buying three <laughs> pairs right now. That way. Just in case anything happens. But like every like few months, I'll like buy an extra pair just because they're like my favorite shoes. I'm going to I'm going to have to look this up and, and see what those are like, because I'm just totally not familiar with it. They're good for like they have good support for shoe like feet that have uh, pronation like so your feet stick out. They're really comfortable with my feet. Knock on wood. I'm gonna knock on wood now that I'm telling you this. <laughs> I have not had. I've had one blister in the last like year and a half ish somewhere around there, but like they've been really good to my feet. Knock on wood. Now that mm-hmm. hopefully. But they're super comfortable. I don't have problems with my feet really like hurting, hurting anymore. And like pronation wise, it even helps. Like I still, I still look like a dog, but it's okay. <laughs> I was, I even thought I remember seeing you do some of your laps wearing like chacos and stuff. Yes. Oh, at Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. At one point, like, I my feet had gotten so hot and it was yeah. so hot at Mobile. I put on the Tiva sandals. I don't know, they're okay. the running ones. But those are comfortable with my feet too, especially hot weather. I don't think I'd wear them on trail though. I don't think I'd be comfortable given like my clumsy self that I yeah, but they're good on pavement. I've worn them before at another race. I think it was Dreamcatcher 2019. Mm. I wore them there too. Were you guys a Dreamcatcher? No. That was a good one too. Where's that one at? It was at the near Memphis and Pinson. Oh, okay. Because I remember hearing about that. Yeah, I can't place where it's at. Okay. Dream okay. Chaser. Oh my gosh, I should know. I should know this. Yeah, Dream Chaser. You get okay. Wow. Hold on. You get a Dream Catcher for your medal, and then it's oh. called Dream Chaser. That's right. Okay. That's cool. But Courtney doesn't do that one anymore. That one, I think, was off the calendar. Uh, okay. But I did. It was super hot in October then, and I wore the sandals for, like, 30 miles for that 100. Wow. But I did the same thing at Mobile. Put the sandals on. I'm like, forget this. I can't wear shoes anymore. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, it's true because I do the same thing with shoes, but like when they're on clearance or on sale or, you know, whatever, like, like, I think that's the secret. Everybody wants to know what's the best shoe. And it's like so personal. And once you it find is. it, yeah, once you find it, you don't mess with it. You're like, that's my shoe. I'm going to order it. <laughs> don't <mess laughs> don't with take it. away my shoe. That's right. But that's it right. is personal. Yeah. Like I... I had asked Bruce about shoes, and when he suggested Asics, he's like, okay, given your pronation, like, you probably would like these shoes. And I thought, okay, well, you, yeah, you, you, you'll probably know. So I ordered the shoes, and I'm like, oh, my God, yes, I need, like, 10 pairs of these right now. Like, these are the perfect shoes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the Asics are good. The Just the GT2000s are good for, um, like, stability and overpronation like me. So it it turned out to be perfect. But yeah, you're right. Shoes are it's so personal. Like people have asked me and I'm like, "Well, like do your feet pronate?" Yeah. Like I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is it's different for everybody. 
Yeah. So you like those on on all surfaces, like the trail yes. and the and the street. Okay. Yes, I use them on both. Um, they're like the bottoms of it. I'm trying to look at a picture right now. Uh, I mean, it, you can go. There are like trail shoes with Asics, but I just use the GT 2000s for everything. Mm-hmm. They're like I find that I don't really need like a specific shoe on trail if if it's comfortable, like uh, like on the soles of my feet, then I. I don't care. I'll use it wherever. Hmm. That's good. Yes. What kind of socks do you like? Socks. They're called the Liga. I'm probably not pronouncing that correctly. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Liga? Okay, I did. I don't know. I call them Belega, but I have no idea if that's right. (laughs) So I don't know. (laughs) I don't. Like, I look at names and stuff, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I don't know if I can pronounce that correctly. (laughs) Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Uh, but they're like the blister resistant ones. Um, oh. and then like just regular old, uh, Hanes sports socks. Mm. It's so like, oops, I think your picture went out for a sec. You good? Yeah. You back? Are we here? Yep. Okay. I'm here. Oh, no, there we are. Okay. Well, yeah, but mentioned, it's like little old You mentioned that you, that you haven't had a blister in a while. And, and I was going to say that the socks have a lot to do with that. And so yeah. I think the the Belegas are really good. I think they are too. They're super comfortable. And it sounds cheesy, but like the Hanes sports socks, I don't know why I find those super comfortable too. Whatever works. I, I, I mean, I, say, wear, I, have I wear those. Some, yeah, I have some like these generic, I say generic, but they're like Reebok, but they're not specifically yeah. for running, but they're like what I run on the treadmill with because I like okay. save. I have like special socks. They're like those are my good socks. I'm gonna save that for my long run on the trail. And then like yeah. <laughs> you know my other socks. I do that like too. Lower on the totem pole. It's like okay, <laughs> you are a treadmill sock. And so yeah, that's what I used to be. <laughs> Tread- treadmill socks. Same thing. <laughs> like I have specific yeah. socks that I wear. Like when I'm like okay, here like I'm going to okay I'm gonna run laps around my upstairs and my living room. So. I'm going to use these socks. Like I have specific socks yeah. for like my inside running lap socks. And then like, cause I won't wear shoes <laughs> when I run laps in my house, but I have like special yeah. socks designed for it. Yeah. And then I have like, I teach online early in the morning to um, kids in China. I teach English mm-hmm. to kids in China super early in the morning. So I have like this portable treadmill set up like with my desk. And so I walk laps on the treadmill while I'm teaching. It's super uh-huh. convenient. So I do that for like a two to three hours in the morning sometimes, depending on like my hours with that job. Sometimes less, sometimes more, depends. But I'll have like, I have special socks designed for the treadmill too. So I have treadmill socks, like leaving your <laughs> lap socks, and yeah. then like socks for my shoes when I run. Like backyard, yeah. sidewalk, trail, park, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's a such a like ultra runner thing because we run so much (laughs) that we have like differentiated like levels of socks (laughs) you know like I feel like that in my mind it's a totally normal thing and I'm sure there's gonna be people (laughs) listening who are like what in the world (laughs) so like I have three types of socks that I use for like and then I have another treadmill in our spare room like spare room slash gym slash whatever it is that I use like separate socks for that too. So I guess okay, four <laughs> four different types of socks. So yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yep, you know. And I always imagine like 
My poor little Reebok socks. I bet they dream of the trail. Like they hope they can someday get promoted. <laughs> and they watch the other socks leave the drawer. I don't know. Maybe I took I know, a little too my far. Hate, my hate socks are probably like they're wanting some love on like a yeah. real trail. Not just the living right. Hey. You want to go on an adventure? Yeah. They're like, funny. take me out of the living room. And then when they, then when they're out there getting the crap beat out of them, they're like, oh God. Yeah, this is horrible. Home. Yeah, what's wrong with you people? Oh, that's funny. But yeah, I find that way. You know, I mean, I was thinking about that today. I'm behind on laundry and. I'm trying to get through laundry. I'm like, oh crap, I've got to wash this sports bra because that's like my, you know, treadmill sports bra. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't have any treadmills. Like, it's so bizarre, but it's like, I do. I have to differentiate my gear so that I always have it for when I need it. Um, yeah, it's funny. I don't know. That's no, I do that too. I totally bizarre. get it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, you, I do. I have like special stuff for like, so, like, if I'm running inside my house, I'm like, I don't really care. You could wear whatever. But, like, yeah. outside, I'm like, okay, here's specific things that I wear for <laughs> outside. Yes, yes. Oh, that's, that's like, whoa. <laughs> but <laughs> but you like, probably wait always minute. look styling. Like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> Uh, at the end of Mobile in 2018, I looked like I was falling apart. Uh, yeah. You did not look that way. Yeah, Bud held it together pretty good. I was like a zombie, and Bud, yeah, Bud didn't look like he had just done 100 miles. He looked All good. I, I was complaining like I did, though. Oh, he was like a little toddler. Like <laughs> I know, remember that. I was leading him around. <laughs> it was like, I remember that. Hurt. He kept saying his feet hurt so bad. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. I remember like, that when you were laying on the steps yes, and your feet I know. were up in the air. Yes. And then I, I think know. at one point, like, was it Courtney that was yelling? Yes, not yelling I know. You, but that was like, you need to get up and finish. Every 500 feet, I was taking a break. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. See, once you do, the more hundreds you do, you just get used to it. And then, yeah. Like it's not okay. It's still bad. Let don't get me wrong, but it's not <laughs> as bad because it's all mental. Like yeah. after a while, and you can like push past that pain. Oh, so yeah. you just have to do more hundreds. It's fine. That's right. Yeah, I, I think that that was the furthest I'd ever gone, and so I was just that was it. I was done. I was dying. Yeah. 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 No, see, like my first hundred I did in 2017. Like, yeah, I was dying. Like, convinced that like this is it. <laughs> But that's like when you don't know what to expect when it's your first. And then the more that you do them, you're like, okay, I know mm -hmm. the drill. What happens at this mile, this mile, this mile? Okay. But yeah, your first one, like, oh my God. And I thought so, it was like, it's over. <laughs> so I'm thinking about like the good stuff now. So at the end, she had like buckets of water with ice. ice water, and, we, yeah. and we put our feet in those buckets. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best. I know. And I ate a pizza when I was done after that hundred. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That was fun. Yeah, that was I, like I like the hundreds where you have like when you finish and you have something like not fun or like something like really yeah. nice for you waiting. See, that's why I like doing the hundreds at my house. It's like, okay, well, it's very convenient. I have yeah. everything I ever want right that's here. Right. Oh my I gosh. have my bed, my couch, my blanket. <laughs> okay, so tell me about this hundred that you did. Did you do it all inside your house, outside your house? How did this work? 
Let's see which uh, which one. No. Oh my gosh, which one? This is like wow. Like I cannot even imagine. Okay, so have you done one where it's entirely inside your house? Yes. Uh, wow. Okay, so tell us about that. <laughs> entirely inside. Uh, this was back in April. Um, it was for the R Vapor Strong like virtual challenge they put on, and I signed up, and I'm like, okay. Here they're like they're doing some awards like here's like most creative this most creative indoor race uh, coolest race like just like some random awards and I was like most creative indoor race and I'm like I got that all right so <laughs> then I did like 50 miles upstairs like running laps around um, the hallway and the spare bedroom I'm kind of like you can't see you can't see what I'm doing I talk with my hands a lot I'm sorry. <laughs> But I'm like showing you the lap with my hands. Um, <laughs> but like running laps upstairs and then 50 miles in my living room, which wow. was just like. Do yeah. you uh, trace it out with to know the footage or do you use a GPS yeah. watch or what? So using like your GPS watch, like it doesn't come up accurate. So if you're measuring it on like Strava mm-hmm. or something, it it's uh, you're all over the place. So yeah. You use, I use like my Fitbit. I know some Fitbit kind of gets a bad reputation as far as like, it's just cheaper, but not, well, whatever. It works. Um, You measure, like first you measure the distance. So I measured with a tape measure and like, here's the distance and you measure the tape measure of the living room with the tape measure, the length of it. So you get the length and you don't measure like the entire length because you know that you're going to kind of like mm-hmm. go like around, like round the corners, not like you're not going to be in a perfect rectangle. So you kind of measure like round, like roundabout like that. So you don't measure the whole length and then you measure the width and then you add it up, like calculate the perimeter. Here's the perimeter. And then you divide, okay, 5,280 divided by the perimeter, which mm-hmm. would get you how many laps you need to do a mile. And then I measure like my stride length with my feet. So you take measurements of your stride length and you can manually put that into Fitbit under the settings. You can manually put your stride length in. So you get a more accurate representation of your step count and your mileage. And I found that it's pretty accurate tracking your steps with your measuring your stride length and tracking it like that, like step count and mileage like that. So I did that and then I track mileage like that. And track it on, you can you can sync it up to your computer too. And I tracked it on like the computer, like syncing it up at the same time. And then I count, I count the laps. So obviously I'm not going to make like a tally mark for every single lap. Cause that would have been like, it was like 7,000. <laughs> oh my gosh. I want to say it was something. I have all of this written down. I really like math uh, as a side note too. Like that I can was my tell because like you really had really that calculation, it. like you knew exactly what you were doing. Yeah, that's awesome. So for that indoor race, it was 7,800 laps inside my house total. So obviously I'm not wow. going to tell you that, but I like counting and my son loves counting too. This is probably where he gets his math brain from me. He's super good at math. Um, but what I do, like, you count every time you're going around. Also, that's good. It's good mental. It's a good mental challenge for you. And it's good for your the mental aspect of 100. Like, it keeps your brain busy. Yeah. So after 80 miles, I've said before, like, on 
hundreds, like your mind kind of falls apart after 80. So like if you're thinking about something or you're constantly doing something in your brain, like it keeps your mind busy, keeps you more alert, awake and with it. So I count the laps like it's 106 laps around my living room for a mile. So I count one, two, three, four, like every time you're going around for a lap and then you get to 106, you make a tally mark on a piece of paper. So that's a mile. And then looking at like tracking my steps and tracking the mileage, everything seemed to come up just about at the same time. So then it. Like, I get a mile on my watch, and then I'm counting about a mile. It's, something, it's like, just slightly off, not much. Maybe, like, point zero something, but not much. Um, then you do it again. You count one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, yada, 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 get to 106. And then, okay, there's two miles. Like, tally it like that. Wow. So that way, you're not tallying, like, thousands of tally yeah. marks. Because Although, I do like to count, and I probably wouldn't mind that, but that's just too much to count. <laughs> Yeah. So I count every mile like that. But it keeps your brain busy. Now, I will add, like, doing the hundreds and stuff at home, it was not easier, but easier in the aspect of, well, I can stop anytime. I'm not under, like, a cutoff. I'm not yes. under any pressure to do anything. Like, I can take a break whenever I want. And I can take a nap. I can sleep. Like, there's, I can do this at, and like, however much time I want. So... Some of them, like, I would just give myself a goal just because, but then some, like, well, I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Three hours. That is so awesome. And you can, like, go to the bathroom whenever you want. <laughs> yeah. Yes, go exactly. The and there's food, like, right there at all times. It's perfect. That is amazing. Like, I mean, really, you you had it planned, though. You know, it wasn't just, like, I'm just going to get up and run around my house. I mean, like, you, it was so planned out like you knew exactly what you had to do and yeah then you could just enjoy it and do you know breaks whenever you wanted eat whenever you want I mean that's awesome like (laughs) I just can't imagine but it's awesome (laughs) oh it was a lot of fun so I turned it into like a math lesson with my son so it was like Uh here we're gonna get the big tape measure out like and we're gonna measure exactly like the distance and here's where we're going to stop it right here. So for an example, I have like, I have notes and everything. So it's 16 feet long, like in length, but not quite, it's a little bit longer, Uh but rounding at the corners again and then nine feet wide. Okay. Then 16 feet long, nine feet wide, measure Mm -hmm. it. That's the perimeter is 50 feet in the living room. And then Mm -hmm. when you divide 5,280 divided by 50, you get 105 remainder of 30. Make that into a fraction. It's three-fifths, which is 105.6. But you round up just because you may accidentally, like, cut a corner. You make that 106 laps per mile. Wow. And then I have all these calculations written out. But we did, like, I taught him perimeter long division with Uh it. But that's like math. Yeah. No, (laughs) I love that. Yeah, I mean, that's such a neat um, challenge. Do you get like wear patterns on the floor? <laughs> yeah, that's what I know. <laughs> what looks good so far? Look, the hallway still looks good. Nothing's changed yet. It's an old house, so the floor's old. That's funny. No, it looks fine. <laughs> and the, uh, the Mount Everest. Uh, oh, vert- yeah, vertical yeah. challenge so oh, i gotta hear about this yeah that okay. one's easier because you're just measuring the stairs and so it's vertical and so yeah. you went so not only did you go the 
the the elevation gain of Mount Everest, but you also did the drop because you're going yes. back down the stairs. Yeah. And because unfortunately, yeah, you you have to go up a flight and then you have to go down the flight right after. <laughs> yeah. So it's right. like so you basically did you right like the, the gain and the descent. Yeah. And when people climb Mount Everest, they start at like seventeen thousand feet and go to like what is it like twenty nine thousand or something? Yeah, twenty nine thousand twenty nine feet. But when you do it, you have to go all twenty nine thousand feet from sea level or what? So wait, what did we add? Six hundred ish something feet sea level. I could be wrong. I don't uh, don't quote me on that one. Um, but I just started at the bottom of the staircase, measured it. Okay, it's about twelve feet. So therefore. Let me look at my let me look at my calculations again. Then okay, so it's about twelve feet high. Then twenty-nine thousand twenty-nine divided by twelve is two thousand four hundred nineteen point zero eight. Round up to make sure, because I always mm-hmm. round up, therefore you need two thousand four hundred twenty flights of stairs to equal the height wow. of my- right. And that's and that's from like sea level to the peak. Mm-hmm. And 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 like climbers who do it, they're actually starting at like seventeen thousand feet. Huh. So they don't they don't because re- they're at base camp. They don't really have to climb as much as. So what who you're do saying is that do. we're we're tougher than the climbers who actually climb. Is that no. what you're trying to say? <laughs> no, he's not. Oh, dang. No, but we, all right. <laughs> when you when you do these Everest vertical challenges, yeah, you're you're doing all the feet, not just yeah. What yeah. That's true. Yeah, it's true. But on a staircase, I love that because so I did the Everest challenge as well. And I I only live on one story because I totally would have done that, though, if I'd had stairs. So so I had, yeah, I had to use like treadmill and then the hill in my backyard and where, you know, neighborhood. Oh, wow. You did Uh, a treadmill? Well, I did some of it on a treadmill, which was awful. I tried not to do much on the treadmill. Oh, my God. At the end, I ended up having to do it on treadmill. But like the stairs, I love that because to me, I think like I think I might actually enjoy that I used to run up and down stairs to like work out like at my mom's house yeah that's (laughs) that's what I do too that's how I started training for ultras is running up and down my basement uh staircase yeah that's awesome so okay so 2000 so 2000 something is what you had to do up and down to get your Everest challenge yeah but 2420 flights to get uh, Everest Okay. And then it was so funny. We have a porch and then like the porch leads out, the window is open and it opens up to like the roof of our family room. Like there's nothing on top of that part. So it's like, it's flat and you could actually have like kind of like an extra deck up there. But when I was done, I finished, I'm like, all right, I'm going to climb out onto the roof to have it like my own Everest. So I did. Oh, <laughs> I was like, my neighbors probably think I'm crazy. <laughs> Here's oh this girl standing on her roof with a sign. It was if cool. They, <laughs> if they'd only known that you'd run 100 miles within your house as well, <laughs> your neighbors would be like, what? They may have seen me running like laps around the driveway part of my backyard going, oh my gosh, what is this girl doing? <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. Okay, before we wrap up, I have to ask, because you've already alluded to one, but if you had to pick 
your most embarrassing like trail moment okay like is there one besides the glove incident <laughs> that stands out and that you feel like you can share <laughs> let's see the glove the glove incident um oh tunnel hill okay so then the pool noodle chair me slumped over in the pool <laughs> noodle chair at mobile that was pretty good run amok 2018 too um I got done. I sat at the start finish and after I showered, sat at the start finish. And then I was talking to the people working the start finish, uh, Jen, and there's somebody else there. And next thing you know, I passed out. Like I'm passed out <laughs> sleeping. And I get a text from Courtney like the day after I got home, like, oh, we found this picture. And I'm slumped over. Like my neck is turned to the side. Like, no wonder why I woke up and had a sore neck on top of sore everything else. <laughs> Oh, but it's funny. Funny story. I would say another one at Tunnel Hill. Like, God, there's so many at Tunnel Hill that were just ridiculous. But I'm two and a half miles away from the finish line at that point. I'm 97 and a half miles in. And my friend, uh, Jeff, like he did the 50 miler and he was coming back to get like his drop bag at that last aid station. And I ran into him and I had not like talked to like a person in hours. So then I see him and I just start bawling my eyes and I'm like, Oh Aww. my God, like it's, it's you. And then he's like, he was stayed at the same hotel and I didn't know that, but he said he saw Scott and Harry and they were on their way to the finish and I'm bawling my eyes out. I'm like, I need you to walk with me. Like, I can walk with you for a minute. So we did. And I have like a pop tart. I wasn't hungry, but I knew I needed to eat something. Cause you could just tell. Yeah. And I have a pop tart like sticking out of my mouth and like my arms are like dangling in the air. And I was like, take a picture of me. And there's a pop tart like, <laughs> sticking out of my mouth and then i've turned over like crying pop tart hands out so that picture yeah oh, that, another i guess another embarrassing not embarrassing but funny um i did my final backyard not okay who not final because come on i'm gonna do it again i know I will. <laughs> but, um, the final one i did in december okay it's final one for 2020 and i had it was the day before Christmas Eve. So I started on the 22nd, finished on the 23rd, like took like 36 hours just because I was like, well, I can sleep. I can run in my house, mm -hmm. run, do whatever. And my son was wearing like his bear, like his bear suit pajamas that looks like a he looks like a fuzzy bear. And I was wearing a, a Christmas tree sweater. So the hood of the sweater looks like the top of a Christmas tree star and everything. And the sweater looks like like you're legit a Christmas tree. So we're running in the backyard. Like he's wearing the bear sweater. I'm wearing the Christmas tree sweater. There were people that had like walked by the house, like lady walking her dog, a few other people looking at us like, what is going on? <laughs> but I finished that the final backyard hundred of 2020, like wearing a Christmas tree sweater. So oh, cool. I love it. That is awesome. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. And I love that, like, you totally just can run 100 miles in your house. You can climb Everest. Like, you just calculate it. You plot it. You do it. I mean, that is, it really is amazing. I mean, right. it's amazing anytime someone runs 100 miles. But to do it like that is just, I mean, most people are like, that's crazy, but I think it's awesome because I it's mean, fun. I find yeah. it fun. 
Yeah, it's so different. And I think it just shows how much you love it because like you have to love the run and love oh, like, everything to be able to, to do that, to, to follow through and be able to do things like that. So that's cool. Yeah. I love it. You really, you really do have to like love, like love a certain distance to keep doing it and not yeah. like in with, I love doing it at my house. I don't know. Like I've, I've mentioned this a few times, like with the stay at home order and the pandemic, like I really started to enjoy running like just in my backyard and in my mm-hmm. house and it became really convenient. And then I kind of made like adventures for myself and son and kind of turned it into math lessons. And then here we go. We're doing perimeter and basically algebra and all this other stuff. So yeah, I kind of turned it into like some homeschooling lessons because that's another thing I started doing this year was I kind of switched careers a bit and then I started homeschooling and mm-hmm. I teach online now with online yeah. schools. So with homeschooling Harry and teaching on online schools and then I started my own like tutoring uh, childcare business, it makes it not easy, but like easier where I yeah. can work like around my schedule with online teaching and homeschooling and my business that I can do the mileage and work around my schedule and I've got it like down to where I figured out how to do it and I just I really enjoy it now it's just it's a lot of fun for me which is weird to say you're like well I love running inside my house I love running in my backyard but like I do I actually I I find it a lot of fun I do the same thing. I have a little trail in my backyard and I will just do loops. My kids know I'll hike it. I run it. I do. Yeah. I just, I mean, it's it's nothing special, but it's like you say, like I just, it's convenient because I'm kind of in the similar situation as you. And I mean, it works and I enjoy it. And yeah. So well, exactly. I, I totally get it. <laughs> okay, good. I was like, it like for some, it's like, okay, well, though she loves doing that. I'm like, oh, yeah. it, it works. It, it's That's very right. convenient. And yeah. like with homeschooling now, and I'm going to be, I decided like we're going to homeschool like long term too. Mm-hmm. And with like, he's eight years old right now. So like, obviously babysitter is an issue with mm-hmm. like, like my job. I also like. I work and he's with me now because I'm homeschooling. So I'm working yeah. and schooling at the same time. So it's about finding like, yeah, convenience now. Yeah. Here, where can I, how can I run? How can I get the most miles and how can I still run like all the miles I want to run? Exactly. Without like the, like worrying about a babysitter or all that or yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's, oh, it's totally. It's- yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I sometimes wonder what my neighbors think because, you know, I run around the neighborhood, but I also have this loop that goes through my backyard and front yard. And I mean, I'm always out there. It's not just like every once in a while. Like I am always out there in addition to my treadmill. And of course, you know, when I'm (laughs) able to hit the drill. Uh, And so, yeah, I just think, what do people think? I don't know. Who cares? But (laughs) I just wonder I I wonder that too. (laughs) No, I wonder that too, because like in our neighborhood, the houses are closer together and so you see like in my backyard you can see like the neighbor like the neighbor's backyard and then the one back Uh there so you can see down the street and I often wonder I'm like what do they feel like if someone's upstairs in their house they can see (laughs) me running like up and down my driveway in the backyard I decided that I didn't want to kill the grass in the backyard so I just stick to like my driveway loop 
I'm oh, like, wow. what? Yeah. Do they see me running up and down my driveway? <laughs> they probably do. Good thing yeah. they can't see in my house when they right. see me running circles in my living room. <laughs> so amazing. So amazing. But you got anything else that you're dying to know? I know. I feel like we could probably talk about all of your running adventures all night. But I, <laughs> I know. I, know, I could probably keep like, talking to you about <laughs> your adventures and mine, too. Um, aside from, like, counting your laps and stuff. What do you listen to? Do you do music or audiobooks or what? Anything? Sometimes. So, um, like, what do you like? Sometimes. Okay, so if I'm at home, I will say I will listen to music sometimes, not much, because there's TV background if I'm at home. Like, if I'm running in my house, sometimes the TV's on. Sometimes, like, there's my son doing whatever. That, who knows what he's doing at that point, like, hanging out or... Like Scott and Harry are hanging out, then I can like they'll talk to me, like hear the or hear them talking or whatever. Um, but sometimes I'll put on like the classic '90s rap music. Or just, like, <laughs> That's awesome, yeah. Just '90s music. <laughs> like I miss the '90s. I do the same. I do. I actually do the same. That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> like I usually 90s. do audiobooks, but '90s events music. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then, but if I'm on a trail like by myself, typically no, because I want to mm-hmm. be aware of my surroundings, or yeah. even like just running by myself in my neighborhood or at a park, probably no. Mm-hmm. At a race, sometimes, but if I do use music, it's always one one earbud in, one earbud out, just so I'm always yeah. aware of what's going on. But typically, like during a race, probably not, just because I want to be aware. If I'm at home, then the '90s music. <laughs> but at Courtney's races, I've had I've requested her play Backstreet Boys in '90s music, and she has. <laughs> That's funny. But the '90s, yeah. I hey, the I, 90s I, know, I, the I, 90s. I know, same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's funny. So well, apparently we're old because we wear skinny jeans and stuff like that. No. Like that's the new thing. Like I, I guess that. we're old, but you know what? It's okay. <laughs> we still have better I music. Know, like, <laughs> Wait, what? I'm, I'm, I'm oh, falling behind. What's so yeah? What's wrong some, with? Okay, I don't do TikTok. Okay, because I can I barely can't. hold down. Yeah, I, I'm too old apparently. <laughs> uh, but I like guess. the the young girls, like I guess like teenage girls now, say so that's yeah. how you spot like an old woman now. Old. <laughs> Uh, is that they wear skinny jeans? Like that means you're dated. Like you know how skinny jeans have been all the rage, you know, like since 2000. They're not cool anymore. They're not they're cool not. anymore. Apparently, so apparently we're not yeah, cool. We're not cool. What, what, what's the what's cool now? I have no idea. I don't. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't I have 1990s Jansport fanny pack. So oh, clearly, right, I cool yeah. <laughs> I only have running gear, bud. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> And I wear like Adidas running pants still. Like that's yeah. my go-to Adidas. So yeah, I guess I don't uh, yeah. know. we don't, I don't know, know but popular anymore. <laughs> we just don't know. Yeah. What, We're gonna have I to mean, do some research. So like for us, we would look at people and if they had mom jeans, it was like, oh yeah, y'all are dated. And yeah, old, right? now it's now it's skinny jeans. Skinny yeah. jeans. Yeah. <laughs> so now are, but but now people wear mom jeans because it's like a it's coming it's back. It's a counterculture. I don't I understand. It's horrible. They're, well, I, I don't horrible. want to wear the mom jeans. No, like, I, like the I refuse. The, 
they the waist is like up to your rib cage. Oh, it's horrible. I can't do it. I can't do no. it. No, I couldn't do like the super low rise of the nineties like that. Oh, I never got yeah. into. Same. But I can't do the mom jeans either. I can't and do like, it. it's not yeah. comfortable. The I feel skinny like they jeans come up were to, like my forehead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, though, if I'm not in running clothes, I'm in yoga pants and sweatshirts. So, yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I live in sweatshirts. I, I got, I got nothing. <laughs> I don't know what's in style. I don't know. I can tell you maybe about running gear, but that's about it. <laughs> I tell you about like, the running gear that I like to wear and the clothes in my closet that I've had for like 15 years. Yeah. I probably shouldn't admit that I still have and still wear. Uh, so, yeah. Yep, I understand. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. So, Bud, we're going to have to do some research on this and figure out what's cool now. Because I don't know. What styles are, yeah, what styles are in? I have no idea. <laughs> Apparently, you got to be on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok. Those I are... thought about it, and then I was like, "No, I can't do TikTok. That's just not okay. I can't." Do I know. That. I know. My I have a kid who like watches TikToks. So I'm like, I just I can't. Oh, I, I can. know. Buds on TikTok, right? You are. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't make videos. I, I watch YouTube. them. Oh, yeah. Bud just watches. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'm forgive not... you for that, but <laughs> like, there's a lot of people that like make tiktok videos and i'm like i don't understand it what are you supposed to do just like I don't understand dance either. or some shit well I mean, maybe maybe bud and i was in dance and i can't dance and i'm the same <laughs> i know i'm like you don't want to see me dance no like you uh, like, I mean, all the years i was in dance class like you wouldn't be able to tell that i was ever in dance class ever it was so bad well, like the, the only thing i know is there's like people that We'll do like a skateboard trick or a bicycle trick. And yeah. Then yeah. Put, put I'm music sure to cool it. Stuff. I, yeah. Yeah. I understand that. What I don't yeah. understand is like um, some weird ass dance thing that I doesn't. It's, it's like the new fad. And I'm like, I don't, I've never seen anything like that. Because <laughs> we're old. Well, I don't understand it either. <laughs> it doesn't make any, it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm like, how did you guys there, do this? Like, yeah. Well, one, one person comes up with something and everyone and else is copying it. it. Yeah, they, they all, all do copy it. it. Right. Maybe we like, need to get on there. The Bud and Lauren podcast. We need to be a trendsetter, Bud. We need to get on there. Please and... don't pick one and make me do it. <laughs> Start doing TikTok dances instead. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's oh, that funny. Would be funny. Yeah, that would be scary <laughs> and funny. Ugh. I would fail. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh bud things to think about things to think about well this has been awesome i hear my kids barreling towards my door so mm -hmm. i'm gonna have to wrap up because i know they're gonna be like ah! what are you doing uh, yeah because no. it's like total snow days here so it's like total anarchy and like everything's yeah, crazy and oh my gosh we, that's funny. we we were like all busy and stuff last weekend but i just found out you came to our hometown oh so yeah you were we all were over in Lookout Chattanooga. Mountain and everything. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Oh, cool. Yeah. Like, we went to, we drove down to Florida for a trip because, like, God, we had to get out of Michigan for <laughs> a week in the winter. And, oh, my God. Yeah. And then drove back and I saw, like, the, I saw the signs and we were driving down because we stopped in Georgia the first night. So we drove down, got to Georgia, and then drove Georgia to Florida. And I saw the signs for Lookout Mountain. I'm like, oh, that looks really cool. Like, let's let's take a look. So then when we were driving back from, because then we stopped in 
when after we were getting back from Florida, stopped in Murfstre. Mur- I can't. Oh my gosh, Murfreesboro. Yeah. Okay. I can't. I was like, I can't. I I've messed that up so many times. So we stopped there for the yeah. night, and on the way back, on the way there, I'm like, okay, we have to go to Lookout Mountain just because this looks yeah. really cool. So we peel off, and oh my god, that road getting up there. I know. What I know what it's windy. Was... <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm That's I'm over funny. here sitting in the car like okay <laughs> trying to take a picture like yeah. not looking. No, oh, mind you, I have been like I have been in the mountains in Colorado. I like I've hiked hiked the mountains. I've ran in the mountains in Colorado, and here's me like on the edge of like, the car, <laughs> hold the phone. Like here's the picture. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, it got really foggy that like when yeah. we were at Lookout Mountain, but it was really cool. Like I'd like to go back there once the weather's warmer because it looks like. There's that incline railroad that yeah. my husband mm-hmm. wants to go on. I'm like, I'm not going to do that with you. You can do that yourself. That's funny. It looks terrifying. <laughs> so, like, yeah. as far as the incline railway, you know, I'll go there and eat ice cream at the base of it and stuff. And that's about it. Have oh, you I'm ever not, tried I'm that not yet? right. I have many times. And this is, this is funny. Yeah. We just had this conversation. Okay. We went and ate ice cream there by the... <laughs> this last weekend yeah. uh and bud had never been on it i'm like how were you born and raised in chattanooga and you've never <laughs> ridden the incline like i'm gonna make him ride the incline it, it's you've scary. never done it it looks I, scary I did thank as a you kid, oh you did a, go there's okay. no way i'm doing yeah when i was oh, a I'm kid i went you. once but... I, and i'm gonna TikTok no. it. <laughs> okay since you live in chattanooga and that's like it so you were born in chattanooga like raised well, there we bring we we bring outside money in from tourism by yeah. letting them ride our incline railway. Oh, and, I'm seeing you know, Rock it's, City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a big deal for me because it's always there, you know. Oh, it's happening. Okay, but it's still, happening. like the fact that you haven't, but you live there. See, like we're the tourists. I know. <laughs> I know. No, it's it's but happening, I, and it's going to get TikToked. If that's possible. Okay, I'm see. I'm making making you do it, and here's me going. I'll never do it. My husband can do it by himself. You can ride it with my husband. Then there There you go. All right. Be perfect. It looks. I'm scared of heights, but I mean, it looks scary. But I've been on Mount. I've been in Colorado on Mount, like big mountains. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. All right, but it's happening. Oh, yep. We're gonna TikTok. See, like I'll let you know when we come back. Because that's right. Yeah, let us let us know. You yeah, together. Because I I don't you know. You can if wait I... at the bottom. There's an ice cream shop. Eating there. ice cream. <laughs> no, but you didn't. Uh, you didn't get to experience any of the the wonderful trails we have around the oh, Chattanooga yeah. area, and yeah. like yeah, Lookout Mountain is to... loaded with it. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. Oh, we yeah. love that. We love. But I've only ever been to the Harrison Bay State Park for run amok. So we were looking at like a couple pamphlets from Chattanooga and it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, there's so much that is like right there. It looks like a yeah, lot of stuff. There's fun. a lot of so stuff we... here. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. All right. Chattanooga Road Next Trip. Time. <laughs> Next time. Yeah. It's not that far though. of a drive for us. It's like okay. I think like nine hours. It's not that far. Okay. See that this is coming from like Midwest, but we're like, oh, we can drive there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, not that bad. It's, it's nine hours. 
nothing i love it okay well the next time you're in chattanooga though like seriously we could get up and uh meet up at a trail that would be so fun show you yeah, give you the chattanooga tour mm-hmm. <laughs> minus yeah. the incline, the incline. <laughs> We have to do the incline now. Like, yeah. Even though I don't want to. I personally don't want to. It looks terrifying. Yeah. Like, it just looks like the cart goes straight up in the it air. Does. Like, yeah, it really does. does. That's okay. what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah it scary. really does. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it, I'm sure it's safe. It's just scary, you know? Yeah, it does. <laughs> I'm sure. So. I, I, I really want to do this. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you. I'll just wait for you. That's all right. Oh, that's awesome. And like the only thing we need to know beforehand, you're not on like a health diet, are you? Me. You eat. Yeah, you eat everything, right? Yes. I mean, I'm picky, oh. but I mean, yes, I don't like restrict myself from. If I'm restricting okay, yeah. myself from something, it's because I'm picky and I don't like. I don't like dressing or sauce. I know that's kind of mm-hmm. random. I mean, it's salsa and like pizza and like pasta like that. But salad dressing, I eat my salad plain. Someone said I was wow. a rat because I just eat plain lettuce. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Well, what I meant was like, you know, hamburgers and barbecue and all right. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So what Bud okay, is good. to say, we're going to run some, eat some, run some, <laughs> <Yeah>. eat some. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sounds good. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have to do this. Like we're gonna have to. Like we keep saying, like we're gonna do some kind of running eating thing challenge. So yeah, mm-hmm. let's do it. <laughs> I'll come down to Chattanooga. Yeah. Actually, flights down to Chattanooga aren't that expensive either. Oh, cool. Because yeah. I've flown down a couple times for the run amok, and it's not. It doesn't cost that much either. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right, bud. Got to get planning. <laughs> it's been too long Stephanie, thank yeah. yeah thank you thank you <laughs> yeah, for hanging out with us for, tonight yeah this was so fun and i feel like i've never met someone who turned their house into a hundred miler and i absolutely love that like i think that like i seriously my mind is it actually reeling. enjoyed doing it. Yeah, yeah no i love it and i'm like i can't get over it now i'm like thinking about my own health i love it so that's so awesome you already thank have you, a trail. you. Yeah. in your backyard yeah. like around yeah. the house <laughs> i know i know uh, and like I'm you so... didn't you didn't step on any legos or anything like that <laughs> and... no. we didn't put the legos in the living room only the family rooms and his that's bedroom funny. so we're good <laughs> yeah oh yeah. that's funny awesome awesome oh but yeah thank you for joining us like You're this is so much fun. fun it was so fun to hear just your running adventures they're so cool Thanks. uh yeah so hopefully we'll get to do this again soon maybe in chattanooga Yes. On the trails together. Yeah. <laughs> eating. Yes. In the yeah, incline. It, yeah. And just watching last, the incline, maybe. One last thing, Stephanie, if you could give any advice to a listener, what, mm-hmm. what would you give them if, if they were wanting to get started in running or ultra running one day or what, what would you tell uh, them? My tattoo that's on my wrist that no one can see right now, but it says, keep moving forward. Awesome. Yeah, and that. I got a fun fact for my first marathon. I know now I'm I'm still talking because I could just keep <laughs> talking. I'm sorry. My first marathon, I got a tattoo on my arm with the shoe that I wore, the shoes that I wore for my first marathon. It says keep on. And I wore the wrong pair of shoes for my first marathon. And 
Oh my God, my poor feet. But I I wanted to forever remember those shoes for my first marathon. Like it's a Nike shoe, same color, same everything. And it says keep on. So keep on or keep moving forward. Those are my two mm-hmm. like mottos. Awesome. That's what you got. Hey. Good advice. Yep. Like I got the tattoos right here to remember <laughs> it. When something gets, uh, when life gets tough, you just have to keep moving go. forward because it eventually gets better. I love it. Love it. I do too. Awesome, right. you guys. Okay. Well, y'all have a great night and you too. we'll talk more adventure soon. Sounds All good. Right. All right. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.